Hey everybody, Sean Childs, your friend, your neighbor, your real estate expert, 10X Real Estate Marketing and Coaching. So today's question is actually pretty interesting. Um, we got an actual offer on a property the other day uh, with a seller concession. And you know, my, my seller asked a great question. Uh, they said, hey, what is a seller concession? Who pays for it? How is that benefiting me? Um, so I thought it'd be a great uh, exercise today to kind of show you guys how this actually works. And um, one of the ways that people use it actually to increase the value of their home when selling their home is a for sale by owner. Uh, we're also going to talk about the pitfalls of it and being a vulnerable for sale by owner. Um, now, you guys have heard me talk about that before. What is a vulnerable for sale by owner? So vulnerable for sale by owner is when, um, you know, there's plenty of guys out there that are, or women or investors out there that are trying to take advantage of a situation. And even though it's there's a lot of laws that are in place to protect uh, sellers and protect individuals, um, there's still out there, still people that are out there that are predatory, if you will. Um, they're not doing the right thing. So what does that look like? So the first offer that we got um, was from an investor and that offer, and he sent me a letter and it said, hey, you know, by the way, um, we want the bot, the seller to sign this letter. and We're going to ask for a seller concession. Now, when I think of a seller concession, I think of they're going to the seller is going to offer them money to close, but they're going to also offer to pay for uh, closing costs. And depending on um, depending on the you know the, the the financing the type of financing that you do is going to give you the opportunity to use different strategies and different uh, different financing options, especially with government loans. Um, you know, I'm going to bring something up here. I want to just show you guys this. Um, is uh, let's see if we can get this. So in this particular case, you know, you can actually get with Fannie and Freddie Mac, uh, you can get up to three to nine percent. Typically, they're not going to go more than six percent or five percent of the asking price or the, the, the total loan on a VA loan. You can go up to four percent. Why is that a big deal on a VA loan? It's because on a VA loan, you have to understand the VA is actually sponsoring that loan and they're actually paying for, in the most part, you can buy that house 100% financing. So when I got out of the military, one of the first properties I bought, I bought with a VA loan. Um, it's actually that direction. And the VA loan allowed me to buy the house 100%, uh, no money out of my pocket, because what I did was I, had, I got 100% financing from the United States government, plus the seller gave me 3% for financing, 3% uh, additional toward my closing costs. Now, did the seller actually write a check for that? No, I'm going to show you why. So let me just um, go back to this for a second. So in the offer that we got previously, that offer actually, that document said, hey, we want the seller to do all these repairs. And if the seller doesn't do them, they can opt to say, hey, we decided not to do the repairs and let the buyer do the repairs. The challenge is, is that you got to be really careful with that kind of an offer because it could be construed as bank fraud. Reason being was this particular property, the buyer never went into the property, never saw it. The buyer is saying they want to put a new roof, they want to do a new kitchen, they want to do new floors, all this stuff. And what they were really doing was building up the price to justify the closing cost credit that they were asking for, which was a $25,000 credit. What's interesting, though, is this, this house didn't need a new kitchen, didn't need a new bathroom, didn't need a new roof. You could have changed it out. But in actuality, what they were doing was... They were creating a, you know, they were creating a list of things that they were going to do with no intention of doing. Um, and, and they really what they were going to do is have the seller sign something and then at the closing table decide that, you know, we don't want to do the work. So you can take that twenty five thousand do the work. And who's to say that that work ever gets done? But because the seller actually signed a document saying that they intended on doing it, 
it could come back to them and haunt them um, and become bank fraud. Um, now, it, it, you know, I'm a firm believer in could you could you get out of that? Could you say that you were misled? Could you? Yes, you could do all kinds of things. But the bottom line is why put yourself in jeopardy right from the get go? So as the sellers, as the consumers, real estate coach, what we want to do is help you to use that tool, if you will, the seller concession the right way and the way it was really designed. You see, in the United States, most people don't realize this, but in the United States, across, across the United States, the vast majority of the people only put down three to five percent. Um, I'm lucky enough that I live in a pretty affluent neighborhood where people are putting down cash they're putting down 20, 30, 50 percent in cash and hundreds of thousands of dollars. But middle America and the average, you know, the average uh, average sale in, in the United States, um, people are putting down three and a half percent or no percent in some markets where you're in urban communities. Um, you know, you're in you're in a uh, super suburban, you know, in farm country. There is some there is some programs for 100 um, percent financing still. Government loans offer 100% financing. There is a grant program that you can get in most states to help you with down payments and stuff like that. So how does it work when a seller is assisting in the closing costs and who pays the money for it? Okay. Where does it come from? So in this case, right, we got a $160,000 list price and we're saying, hey, we're going to now this is how the seller is going to offer this out and make their house more valuable, at least perceived more valuable to the market. And what they're saying is, hey, man. We're going to sell your house for $160,000, but we're also going to give you back $10,000 in a seller concession. So if you buy our house, we're going to give you the closing costs. You're only going to have to come up with the 3.5% down or the 5% down to buy my house. Or it's conceived as, oh my God, the seller's paying my closing costs. I'm saving 3 or 4 3 or 4%. And the reality is, in most cases, the way this is pitched is, you know, the seller gives you the $10,000, but who pays for the $10,000, okay? What really happens is, is that the, the price of the home is $160,000. And in the contract, it says $10,000 are to be credited to the buyer to be used for the buyer's closing costs. The challenge is, though, is the buyer's loan includes that $10,000. So in actuality, the buyer is actually the buyer is actually paying for their own closing costs. They're just financing it over time. And by the way, that's a great strategy because with the cost of money right now at two, three percent, in most cases, it's cheaper to finance your closing costs because you can make more money on a return on investment. If I give my money to, let's say, you know, my financial advisor, a big shout out is Armando DiRienzo from um, from Meriprise Financial. If I go to him and say, hey, can you generate me more than a three or a two or three percent return on my investment here? You know, which is the amount of money I'm going to pay on my loan on the mortgage. And he may say to me, yeah, you can. So finance your closing costs. Don't use cash. Or he may say to me, hey, you know what? Right now, you're better off using cash. So it really depends on your financial situation. But in, in many markets, the hardest thing for the buyer to do is get the money together to buy a house. And when they figure out that, oh, wait a minute, I can buy this house with three. I can buy the average house in my neighborhood, which is $100,000 with three and a half percent down. I need about $3,500 to buy a home. They get to that number and then the realtor says, oh my God, well, wait a minute, you're going to need another two or 3% more, but it took them three years to save the $3,000. It's almost a lifetime for them to save another three or $4,000. But what you can do is in this case, if we're offering to, offering to help the buyer and, and finance their closing costs. Now, where is, you know, where is the only on a liability in this for the seller. So what, first of all, let's go through, let's just write down the net, right? In this case, it's 160 minus 10,000. 
normally I'd say, yeah, it's $150,000. That's the net. It's actually not the case. Um, in the poll that we asked, you know, which is who pays for it, the buyer, the seller, or the bank, or other? It's really other um, because really what's happening is the buyer is paying for it, but also the seller pays too. Because what happens is when they raise the price and they raise it to $160, at least in the state of New Jersey, there's a transfer tax. And that transfer tax, depending on what age you are and depending on how much the price is, could be anywhere between a quarter of a percent to all the way to a full 1% if it's more than a, a million dollar home. So let's just say for argument's sake, this was, you know, this was the transfer taxes is a half a percent. So a half a percent on 16, 160,000 is if I'm, if my math is right, it's going to be about $800. Well, the difference between, you know, if you sell that house for 160, you're paying 800. If you sell it for 150, it's going to be 750. So there's about a $50 swing where the seller is going to pay for that additional tax. In some cases, the seller will say, hey, you know, we'll give you the money for the financing to finance your closing costs, but you have to pay the difference in my tax and my transfer tax. So again, let's, let's do a little recap. What is the benefit of using a seller concession for to actually make your property seem more valuable? If I put two cars out there on the street and I say that, hey, this car is exactly the same as this car, but I'm going to give you three months of payments up front and you're going to actually, we're going to give you those free payments. All of a sudden, you perceive that property. If that car is $500 a month, you're going to say, man, I'm saving $1,500. I'm going to go buy that one over there. When you get there, the guy's going to sit down and explain to you that really what we're going to do is take your three payments. We're going to put them on the back of a loan. And you're just going to have to pay an additional $1,500 at some point in the game. But you're not going to have to pay for the first three months. And is it a little tricky? Is it marketing? Is it selling? Yeah, absolutely. And if you're trying to sell your house, guess what? You're a marketer. You're a salesperson. And the goal is to get the people in the door and get the traction. So again, how do you get that? How do you, and how do you look like an attractive buyer um, if you're using a seller concession? The way to do it is to offer to pay the tax differential. The way to do it is explain to them why you're asking for the seller close your sellers seller for finance to closing costs. Maybe it's you know listen you're using all the money in the world uh, that you have and you just don't have the additional money but you absolutely love their house and you can see your family and your kids growing up in that house. You know. There's something to be said for um, somebody who's selling a house that they want to sell it to somebody who is going to treat it the way they did, who's going to see their, they, they could see them raising their kids in that property. Um, so, again, you want to find out more about getting your house sold and not being a vulnerable for sale by owner, not getting taken advantage of. You're going to actually click the link below. Um, that's actually the 10X Real Estate Marketing Coaching. Um, it's our free webinar and actually shows you how to sell your house on your own. Absolutely free. Um, and not only that, we're going to coach you through it for free. We are the we are the consumer's only real estate coach, by the way. So check it out. Go to www.10xrem.com backslash training one, and you're going to get access to it. If you go to training one, that's going to tell us that you're going to get the free coaching. Just click the link below. We're going to see on the other side. Um, everything is 100% free with us. We are showing you how to get your home sold for the highest possible price in the shortest period of time with the least amount of fees. See, years ago. You only had two choices in selling your house. You either went to a realtor or you tried to sell it on your own. Both of those, the, both of those, by the way, are not guaranteed. As a matter of fact, with the realtor, 35% of the time, that deal blows up on average. And then for sale by owner, 40% of the time, the for sale by owner blows up. So what about us? We guaranteed 100%. If you come to us and you use our coaching and you're using our systems and our platforms and all the services that we offer you, 
we're going to guarantee you sell your house 100 percent we're the only company in the world that does it we're the only company in the world that's actually coaching the consumer directly on how to sell your house on your own and giving you the tools to do it to save thousands of dollars grab the link below let me help you save thousands of dollars today we'll see you on the other side send us your questions we do appreciate it and we'll look forward to it thanks so much have a great weekend